and I just want to see the lipless wonder that is Bob Odenkirk. The lipless. Well, wonder. I just want to see if he is. As you and said, he is, isn't he? No, nope. it's a line on his face. No, he has lips. He clearly has lips. You're only saying. I'm just. I'm looking at yeah, yours I'm now. At yours Odenkirk. as well. Yep. At least you have a bottom lip. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler. Anna. Anna. This is Spoilerama. Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And today we're going to talk about double negatives. Nope and nobody. Yes. Um, starting with nope because it was basically we hadn't seen a big cinema release recently and nope was a big cinema release that had just recently appeared on now, now TV. tv yeah and i'd wanted to see it when it came out because i'm a big jordan peele fan anyway yeah and so i said right this is the ideal opportunity to watch this and discuss it so you did too and what did you think um right so when you came up with the idea of nope do you remember i was trying <laughs> to find sounds solved <laughs> when you came <laughs> up with the idea um yes do you remember we were on the phone and i was trying to find a different release a new yeah. release on Netflix and we couldn't. Yeah. The reason is I hate horrors. So even though I like Jordan Peele, I'm still not a fan of horrors. And I was very like, especially extraterrestrial shit. Oh, right. I, didn't so, realize it. I thought it was just zombies. Oh, no, I like zombies now. Okay. <laughs> well, it depends. You see, I Can't just, keep up. I, I don't know what it is. Like, that's why I haven't watched Arrival yet. Um, I like space stuff and and funny enough Star Star Wars is one of my favourite films yeah. so like it makes no sense but it's not a horror so I wouldn't even describe this as a horror either I know it's more a suspense thriller kind of thing yeah. isn't it yeah but at the same time like you know that first scene on, on 2001 Space Odyssey with the apes yeah at, okay. that at that time made me feel weird okay this film I had a lump in my throat throughout the whole film. I was just like, oh, no, uh, no. I, I couldn't deal with it. So I didn't finish it. <laughs> because I just, I was like, I actually can't. Now, mind you, loved the cinematography. Kiki mm-hmm. Palmer and um, Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya um, are brilliant. Like, yep. they're abs- they, they actually are. And your man, um, Stephen Yeun, as well. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Um, but... I, and like the colours everything was so good and it's very Jordan Peele-esque and some of the humour in it as well is kind of good but I still I was like I just I can't enjoy this and I, wa- I really wanted to but I just couldn't okay because I mean I knew it was going to be frightening you like frightening yeah films. but that's what I mean like Get Out was very good now yeah. I didn't see the other ones that he made Get Out was the only one I saw yeah well they, he's only had one big release since then which was this um us us yeah um which is also scary horror type as well certainly a lot scarier than this i didn't find any of it scary i found it certainly there were scary moments yeah. like the whole suspense thing of when all the lights go out and things like that but i don't see that as horror that's suspense to me yeah. it's like hitchcockian well yeah or whatever yeah so none of this was gross which is what i would have thought you meant when you said you didn't like horror like things like alien or the thing no but this which is i do thing, like, like incidentally it's not gore and guts because i can watch that in other contexts obviously in like the horror context i one i think it's stupid and two it's just like do you remember mother the film yeah that to me is also a horror 
Like okay. it makes you feel horrors. I don't see as just blood and gore. I feel as if they make you feel uneasy and they make you feel like Ugh. like and that's what these films make me feel like Get Out wasn't that film, although towards the end it was. And I was like, Ugh. but OK. And it's the same with um, it. Like I liked it for like the jump scares or whatever. But towards the end, when you see other stuff, I'm just like, yeah, no, I don't like this. And the, the bits with the ape. I just, I don't like when there's animals involved. I just, I really don't. Well, yeah, because I suppose that's probably a case of you're aware the animals aren't necessarily acting. Like, yeah. I mean, they think it's real to an extent. So it feels, so therefore you, you don't have the same suspension of belief. It's the same thing with children. A lot of people find it very hard to watch young children or babies in films, even though like nothing happens yeah. to them because of the fact you're conscious of, well, they're not acting. They're really there. So therefore mm. it feels more real. And certainly with that. And I don't think that's the case. I just think that it's. They're more vulnerable creatures. And those are things that are likely to happen to them. Like okay. if you get me. Like for example. I don't like the films. from uh, Planet of the Ape films. Right. Okay. Uh, all those films. I don't like them. Because anything that has to do with. And that's probably why I didn't like zombies. It's in un, It's not a, a, a in aware being, even though I know Planet of the Apes are very aware. It's they're being malicious, and they're making these creatures malicious in films, attacking humans. Well, well you're I, saying it's bad propaganda. It's no, anti-animal no, propaganda. no. It just makes me feel crap because it's scary. And also because there's nothing you can do because these are animals. You know, they're kind of, it's that feeling of like, and I think that's what his intention was. But it's just, ugh, I just don't like it when it's animals involved. Okay. When it's human, you can say, like, when it's human, it's like, they're just evil. When it's right. animals and children, you can't actually say they're evil because they're not rational. I know children are rational, but, but you know what I'm I saying know, I know, I know what you're saying, yes. So to me, it's like... So like The Omen would not, not I've never be. seen The Omen, right. so... <laughs> <laughs> would you ever watch The oh, Omen? Oh, The Omen is the... Oh, no, that's The Ring. I was thinking about... No, The Omen is where Damien Thorne is the child. He's Satan's son. Oh, God. No, I wouldn't watch that. <laughs> okay, it's very, very good. Like Chucky. I don't like Chucky. Yeah, but that's a toy. <laughs> Okay, yep, vulnerable toys. No, not on. vulnerable toys. It's a non-rational thing out there killing things. It's like and zombies. It, yeah. But that's what I mean. Well, zombies yeah. now, no. I, I find the concept hilarious now. Okay. Is what because you've watched so many of them. Yeah. So all you need to do is watch lots more animal horrors and no, we'll get the juice no, to that. So what about Jaws? Yeah, but you see, Jaws is... I don't mind Jaws because it's. I don't find it horror shark films I don't find horror only because it happens oh right I see what you mean so this is something that could happen does happen shark attacks do happen yeah. well, I mean, they're very rare but they do happen yeah um, whereas a monkey go mad on a television set is or a chimpanzee go mad but this what I was watching from that point of view of I said yeah that wouldn't happen I said well actually probably could yeah um, because they're wild animals yeah. and there are stories of people trying to integrate chimpanzees, monkeys into normal human life as experiments that backfired very badly because yeah. they just went back to their natural reaction. Which is the instinct. Yeah, yeah which is what they're perfectly entitled to yeah. and shouldn't be abused like that. So yeah, I would see it as abuse yeah. in that way. But 
from a cinematic point of view. So you weren't able to watch it to the end. Like, no. was it just too uncomfortable? Yeah. Okay. And, um, okay. <laughs> well, I did. Well, yeah, you can talk about it, no problem. Like, well, I'll... I'll listen. Well, it did because, I mean, compared to our other film that we're going to talk about. No, mind you, I didn't stop watching it at the start. I went past the halfway mark anyway, way past. Okay. It was just, I was just like, I can't do this any longer. Right. <laughs> this was last night and I was like, I'm going to have nightmares and I really don't want this. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Well, tell you how it ends then. Yeah, do. Well, I mean, I enjoyed it but I just thought like I had none of those problems mm. but I did the problem I did have with it is and I think when the reviews said the same thing there's too much in it there's too much story like that whole monkey bit mm. like basically it's there's, it's a separate story yeah. that happened in the past Yeah, it doesn't really belong there it, I found it fascinating That's and what very I kept interesting thinking. I was like how does this relate to the whole extra yeah. to history and even and... the character that was involved in that that is in the present story doesn't even need to be there. Yeah. Like that whole bit is just unnecessary. Extra. It sounds like that was an idea he had and then didn't really know how to develop it further and just said, well, we'll just stick this in here yeah. as well. So there's too much information mm. on. I think the two um, main actors, um, what did you say? Daniel Kaluuya and Keke Palmer. Kiki. Is it Kiki? Yeah. Because um, it's spelled K-A-K-A, so I wasn't sure. Um, are both excellent. Yeah. And I mean, I really like him. He's just playing the same quiet, su- sullen man yeah. all along. And he does it so well. Yeah. And even down to the baseball it's caps very he wears. Attractive. Okay, if you say so. But even down to the baseball caps he wears, yeah. which are worn slightly too high in his head, sort of thing. Like, it's just everything is just he's his own man. But I loved the relationship between them and also the whole fact that they have a ranch. And they're yeah. out there in the ranch. All that isolation yeah. added to the drama and the thing. I also liked your man from the electrical shop. Yes. Angel. Yeah. He, he was the, the, the comedic bit. Yeah. That was enjoyable. And he's, he was played by Brandon Pereira. Or Pereira. Pereira, yeah. Um, but what I liked, A, the comic value of him, but also the believability of the relationship he had with them. Yeah. And particularly with her. Like it wasn't necessarily a love story or a romance, but it was so clearly a friendship that yeah. started off as they're very wary of each other, yeah. all of them, and then suddenly they just gradually yeah. as the things go on. Like even, but even how it started, I thought was hilarious. Like he just got to the ranch and he was like, "Yeah, so I broke up with my girlfriend," and they were like, "Well, how long is this gonna take?" He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah," and then he takes out the phone and shows Daniel. So this is what she's looked yeah. like. Her name is Rebecca. And I just thought that was hilarious. And it was it worked. Yeah. Like I mean, it looked stupid and yeah. ridiculous, but it was very funny. And um, did you see the point where the cameraman that they wanted to film it that he turned up and he had the wind up camera? Yes, I think I got to that point. And yeah. um, Kiki is cheery. You see, I told you he would have an electronic camera and punches the brothers like they do fist pumps. I thought that was so funny. Like, because it was just, yes, yes, yeah. and such a celebration of something like that. So I enjoyed it. I don't think it was as good as the other two. I certainly mm. didn't. Certainly moments of tension and scary enough. But. Um, I can understand where you're coming from if you feel like that, but so I definitely wouldn't necessarily recommend them for yeah. that unsettling thing. Um, but I'm still I'm going to watch Jordan Peele films as often as I can. Like any. Well, yeah, like I just. I'll see them I'll for be, you and warn you. Yes, exactly. 
Well, interesting. I'll make a list of things and yeah. then you can tell me there's this, this, and this. Horror, and horror, horror, horror. But horror. there's not this, this, and this. Yeah. yeah. Vet the horror teams within yeah. the film. One aside I will say is that Osgood Perkins was in it and he's a small part. He was playing the director at the start. You know when? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. a very camp director. And he's Anthony Perkins' son. You know, Anthony Perkins yeah. from Psycho. But his grandfather was also Osgood Perkins, who was a film star in the 1920s and worked with Louise Brooks. So as soon as I saw Osgood Perkins in the credits, I said, I wonder if that's because I yeah. knew of the yeah. other Osgood Perkins. So I just thought it was interesting the way history carries on yes. in that way. Um, one final bit. Which is funny because the way Kiki Palmer goes on about Haywood and all this to your man saying, and that was the first person. Who oh yeah, and all that. And they go yeah. back to the history of yeah. that film. Um, interestingly, there's another Jordan Peele film that he wrote hmm. um, on Netflix called Wendell and Wild. Have you heard of it or no. seen it advertised at all? Because it's directed by Henry Selick. Do you know who Henry Selick is? Tom Selick's son. No, he's the director. <laughs> Selick or Selig? No, Selick. He's the director of Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Very good. And it's a similar film. It's animation. It's that and in the same style as that. Okay. So I think we might be wanting to watch that at some point. Okay. Well, I will. All right, fine. Well, I'm so, I guess. Into... We can have a Halloween special on it then. Oh. I'll just leave it to the end of the year. <laughs> oh, so it's put it off. You don't yeah. It doesn't have to be horror. Nightmare Before Christmas type. Same okay, director. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll move on quickly then yes. to Nobody, which mm-hmm. I just decided to watch last night because you had mentioned it. I saw it very short, an hour and a half, and I just wanted to see the lipless wonder that is Bob Odenkirk. The lipless Well, wonder. I just wanted to see if he is, as you and said. He is, isn't he? Nope. It's a line on his face. No, he has lips. He clearly has lips. You're only saying I'm just. I'm looking at yeah, yours I'm now. Yeah, yours as well. Yeah. At least you have a bottom lip. <laughs> Well, what did you think of the film when you said? I can't even remember what you said about it. I remember you said you had watched it because it, I mean, it. it was to me, it was entertaining. I actually thought it was comical to a certain degree. Oh, yeah. yeah, hugely so. I thought. Yeah, um, but I actually enjoyed it, and I loved seeing your man from Back to the Future. What's his name? Oh, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. So in it I, as well yeah. and he he, he, his name credit, he always so going, plays yes. that kind of character doesn't he of like this older man who's just not afraid of anything and just ah yeah just grabs <laughs> shoots whatever and is just like that kind of um, eccentric yeah and I don't know I really I enjoyed it but it's also it's not a masterpiece but it's really good entertaining like you said short film just to watch you know come home have your dinner watch a film before bed I think that's perfect film yeah, like it's just it, I I really enjoyed it. and I really liked Bob Odenkirk yeah. in it. I think I, he's I brilliant. Too. Yeah, I mean I've been watching because I'm watching Breaking Bad now. I finally started watching it. Oh, I need to so do that. I'm seeing him in it. I've watched the first episode I think like ten times, trying to get into it, and then yeah. just left. I know it's tough. Yeah. I mean the first series is only seven episodes. I know. I know, but so, I, I mean, have to give it time. Get, like. get, get the first series, and then like I mean I know. Ryan Tuberley was talking about things like this that everyone's gone on but you have to watch this you have to watch that and they say by the third series it gets really good and he says I'm not waiting for the third yeah. series but this is it's solid to me yeah. at the moment I'm enjoying it I'm able to keep watching it um, but Bob Odenkirk is very is good enough in it 
but because you had said he's much better in this, yeah. I would say. Well, I mean, it's just based because the part he's playing. Yeah. Uh, I just thought he was excellent in this. Yeah. Because he was so the everyman. Yeah. Like it's basically back to Bruce Willis in Die Hard sort of thing in that he's just an ordinary mm. guy to, a, to an extent. Obviously, he has these skills. We could say like Liam Neeson type or whatever. Yeah. But... It's just I did. First of all, I didn't know anything about it. I just started. I knew it was all. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it either. Yeah. When we just saw it come up, um, my SO just said, "Well, we just watched that." I was like, "Yeah, put it on," and I just I didn't expect anything from it. And I was like, "Oh, this is actually yeah, quite good. it's just pure entertainment. <laughs> yeah. It's pure escapism. Doesn't take itself seriously, mm. but also at the same time is realistic in some regards. Like when he has that fight on the bus yeah. that starts it all off." He gets beaten to a pulp as well. Yeah. It's not a case of he's just superhuman yeah. and so on. And, and there, so there's a lot of yeah. realistic. At the end, it does go at times. It just gets a bit insane. Yeah. Just go, oh. And then the constant use of music was I liked it at first, but then every now and then another classic song was coming on. Oh, I didn't. Like, uh, but maybe that was the whole point. was making fun of that. that every oh, it time, is. Like it's. Yeah, but it's it was it's like a Suicide much. Squad kind of situation. Do you remember? Oh yeah, but the like, Suicide yeah. Squad, they, there was no effort. Like at least there was effort in these songs. These songs matched yeah. what was going on. But it was just another set piece. We've already yeah. seen this done mm. to an extent. But the whole concept was believable, mm. even though it's way over the top. It just just about blended in. But also, I liked the whole born elements things yeah. of it. This is what I knew would appeal to you because this is the whole thing of he improvises so well. Yeah, like yeah. all those, even just something as obvious as putting a grenade in a metal crusher or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, of course, yes. And all these explosions and everything. It was very yeah. good. Exactly like you said, like the fact that he's an every man. I just thought it's brilliant that it's like. He's just so boring at first. Yeah. And even the way it starts off with the fucking bin, he forgets the bin every, every time. time. Yeah. And the wife says to him yeah. every day, you forgot the bins. Yeah. And it's just like, and then suddenly, because like he's, he's acting within the film as well. Like his, his character acts this every man kind of uh, thing. Um, but it's just so good because he does it. And then suddenly he just switches into this. <laughs> so like, naturally. Yeah. Agent. That's just un- unreal. And it's just so good. But even the scene in the bus, and I think I remember seeing that advertised somewhere, that scene in the bus. I don't know if it was social media that it appeared or something, but I just remember seeing that where he says, that girl's going to make it home tonight. (laughs) And then this, like, massacre ensues. The girl is off the bus for ages afterwards, and it's still going on. And And that bus is still there in another scene. When they go past it. Really? Yeah, the bus is still there. Like if, you, if um, the scene where he's being chased by the Russians. Right. And he's in a car or something. I can't remember. But he goes past the bus. <laughs> and I'm like, this is another day. Right? <laughs> the bus was just left there. Well, that, that was well, that, brilliant. That's adding another realistic yeah. tone to it. That yeah. They just taught it. They go to the effort. They make the effort for the detail. Yeah. Of that that is in there. Um, but yeah, I thought that like the whole thing of him switching, as he said, was done so well because he's with his family. Yeah. And they're having a dinner. And then he just says, everyone in the basement right away. Yeah. Like, it was just something so... something like door opens. Yeah, that they never knew existed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was just, great too. Yeah. But even like realistic details of him not hitting the burglars. Yeah. That was so well done. I was like, I actually never thought of that, of the reactions of like, because you would. and But the fact of who he was... And well, like what he saw on your woman's neck and everything. Or no, on, on the uh, fact, no, 
not on her neck, on her gun. On the gun. And he was just like, yeah, I better not. Well, yeah, well, you see, if it was me, mm. I would do exactly the same thing without any of those skills because I would say, you're just going to make the situation far worse. Yeah. If you turn it, you're escalating it up. I would yeah. have told the son, look, get up, let them go. They're not getting away with anything. Yeah. Someone's going to get killed. Yeah. If we fight it out yeah. and particularly because you could see they were so nervous yeah. freaked out and then when everyone's saying afterwards like the police police arrive and one policeman says you did the right thing sir yeah. another one says hmm, it was my family they say yeah he saved his family yeah. what he did was saved his family yeah, not exactly. endangered them further Yeah. but also I like that yeah, as I said that he realised yeah. they were harmless enough but then the brilliant thing was when he well, pissed him off that he needed to get revenge was the fact that they took the little girl's bracelet yeah. and, and no now that's a step too far <laughs> I just well, that well I would say that's a homage to John Wick because it's full of homages to John well I mean it's actually the same writer I think okay. there's a lot of connections I only but watched I mean, one John Wick well the first it's the first one is where his dog gets killed and that's why he goes on the rampage oh right yeah. so I mean this is the same thing it's something well, well I can understand yes, that I would do that but, yeah, well. but I mean given that he's a psychotic <laughs> um, mad killer already who has stopped doing it <laughs> and then just because his dog that he's only just got gets shot in an attack on him he says right I'm going all out now so it's a similar yeah. event on that but it was huge entity. I'm hoping there'll be more of them yeah um, and I would hope if there are more of them that the wife gets more of a look in because Connie Nielsen's wife she's been in a lot of things. she's in Wonder Woman yeah. she's in a number of things she was in Gladiator and she's very good in general yeah. but she said herself the only reason she took the role because she said it's a tankless role because she does yeah. nothing yeah um, except moan a bit now and yeah. then and then it has to be hidden away um, she said she took Clancy Wrong because she's hoping to be in a franchise and I would say yeah if they do do that that, that they beef her up that she gets involved in some yeah, way or something that, like that, that, that they really find out that she is also actually an agent yeah. who's <laughs> in, like, disguised as an every woman she's and a Russian becomes, sleeper yeah and it becomes like a little um, Mr and Mrs Smith kind of oh, situation yeah. it would be brilliant Oh yeah, and then the child suddenly turns out to be a killer as well, and all this, and, this. and a little baby girl whose bracelet was stolen. She actually has top secret formula in the bracelet. Okay, now you just now that's just too far fetched. Okay, yeah, that's a danger. We <laughs> yeah. mustn't get too far fetched. Yeah. But bottom line is basically the reason for watching it in the first place for you was Bob Odenkirk. Well, it just said it came up. Yeah, it just came really up, like, and I and I thought, and because of the hour and a half. Like, yeah. this is what is pushing me towards films lately. It's the, not the quickness, like, it's just the, because I want to be in bed early. Yeah. And because of the time that I get home from a lot of things, I'm like, either it's a series where I can watch a couple of episodes, or it's going to have to be like a quick film, because I hate not finishing films. No, forget, <laughs> nope. But like, I don't like not finishing films, because the next day I'm like, right, let me remember what where I've been in this film, where it stopped and whatever, and then continue. So I'd like to finish it in the one go. So that was just what appealed to us was like, right, this is an hour and a half. We can do yeah. this. We can watch this. And it was perfect. And you know, it's not a major investment of time. Yeah, exactly. And, and you, know, you don't you have to think or yeah. anything. You just and if you decide after it. half an hour, it's not much good. Well, you can still only an hour left to yeah, go. Yeah. Whereas if it's something that's two and a half hours long or something like that, and you say, oh, I'm not into this. And you know it's got yeah. ages more to go. Yeah. It's tough. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I would say, highly recommend. I'd recommend both of them. But... Um, I won't say one over the other because they're both completely different, different films. Yeah. They just both have no at the start. Yeah. 
but nobody was is what we're finishing on and mm. I would say definitely watch it Absolutely, it's only an hour yeah. and a half yeah I definitely recommend it okay yeah. we'll leave it there for this week and hopefully we'll get to review a cinema film again soon because there hasn't yes. been any good releases but there is one coming oh there's a few coming now well there's I Guardians think. of the Galaxy yeah and um, and then after that there's going to be Barbie um, right and I can't wait for you to tell me about that no let, please let's go because I don't know how I feel about it either and <laughs> so apparently I'm, it's very good it's Gre- Greta Gerwig I know it's I'm sure it's going to be good yeah I mean it's Greta Gerwig it's Margot Robbie yeah and it's Ryan Gosling yeah and but a it's lot Barbie of, but a lot of other people as well yeah that's a massive cast yeah uh, but apparently it takes have you seen the trailer I haven't seen anything of it at all. but it takes okay well, we'll talk about it in a second right finish it up <laughs> alright well, you're telling me to round it up now yes, are you yes I am yeah Okay, well, thank you for listening. We leave it there. I've been Mick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. Woohoo! Spoiler. Spoiler. Anna. Anna. Marina's lovely. People are shite.